Back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You're listening on the block, 93.7 The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan. He is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet. As always, we want to hear from you. 402-464-5685. That's the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Also, the Starter Heyman text line. As always, like I said, we want to hear from you. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You can interact with us as well throughout the entire show on all of those platforms. We appreciate all of you on every single one of them. And if you head over to YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe. I've been doing it all week, and it probably makes our guests uncomfortable. So hopefully they come back next week and don't get too mad at us. We're on the way to 3,000. I know, and I'm going to do the same thing to Evan Bland that I've been doing all week. Evan Bland, have you subscribed to the 93.7 The Ticket on YouTube? I have not. Oh, I better put that on my to-do list. Yeah, ASAP. <laughs> that needs to be on the top of your uh, to-do list. Now, uh, if it makes you feel any better, Brian Munson and Steve Sipple, who works on early break, which I don't think he really knows how to use the internet, they also, <laughs> had, to, they also had to go over to YouTube and give us a link <laughs> and to subscribe, so you're not the only one there. Evan Bland, Omaha World Herald, joining us right now. Evan, uh, you probably assumed a lot of what we're going to be talking about. The coaching change. So we're now just a few days removed from Scott Frost officially being let go as the head coach of Nebraska. Uh, Mickey Joseph had his first press conference yesterday. I just kind of want to get your initial takeaways from Mickey at the podium and how you feel about the rest of the season with him as the head coach. Well, it was good to hear from him. Uh, You know, I thought the line that he gave that Nebraska's football, Nebraska football is bigger than anybody, including him, is a good sort of tone to set because you know at the same time he acknowledged it's a great professional opportunity for him I mean, he has he has nine games to show what he can do to show that uh you know the energy and the thoughts that he injects into the program can make a difference and and maybe produce some different results than they've had so um you know i i thought he was thoughtful on that i thought i appreciated his comments about Scott Frost and and the opportunity that he gave him in hiring him to come back to his alma mater and that was cool. You know, I I, I thought he was probably a little bit, um, you know, nervous. Maybe would I don't know if that's quite the right word, but like when we've talked to him before, Mickey Joseph. I mean, he's very uh, he expounds on things. He has some great stories, some some really interesting insight. I know uh, your guys' stations had him on too. Just yeah. a, you know, very engaging person so i thought he was maybe a little more buttoned down uh in that regard and and maybe that's you know what you're looking for from a ceo type but um you know he i thought he was he was him and he he made a great point that when you look at his resume where he's coached i mean he's coached at d2 and fcs and naia and hbcu i mean he's been all over the country at all sorts of levels and he's and he said you know the thing that, that got me through was being truthful with people and, you know, being myself. And so I think that sort of sets, sets a good tone for what we can expect over the course of the next few months is, is he's going to be who he is. He's going to have some thoughts. He's already shuffled around some, uh, some defensive coaches and their roles changed Nebraska's off day, doing more tackling in practice. So he's already, um, you know, putting his, his imprint on things, but yeah, it's going to make for a really interesting next nine games. And as much as, 
these first three games sort of felt tight and, and you know, there's been sort of this idea of when's the other shoe going to drop. Now that it has, uh, it, 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 it's going to be really interesting to see, I think, how the team responds. Um, you know, you, you look back at, at other examples of interim coaches, both at Nebraska and at other schools, and generally speaking, there's sort of a sense of relief, sort of a sense of, okay, what else is there to lose at this point? Let's go out and play. And to see what that might translate and, and how that might look on the field for Nebraska starting Saturday, I think is really fascinating. Evan Bland, Omaha World Herald, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, listen, I, 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 there's been so much speculation. There's a lot of people throwing a lot of stuff around. You know, basically, here goes the hiring, you know, a frenzy and all of this. I think it's doing a disservice to the players. I think it's doing a disservice to uh, the staff and, and also for what they're trying to accomplish. As you alluded to, have nine games left. What is it that you think – you know, needs to be done. You, you're, you've spoke about the changes and some of the addressing of the, the dates and, and all of those things that we know to be well, that means he's taking control. But what would you, um, just personally, would you like to see in order for them to feel, in order to feel comfortable that Trev can pull the trigger on, on keeping Mickey Joseph? Like, what would you like to see as far as the program is concerned? Well, it's kind of hard because, like, the things, the immediate things that need fixing are not things that Mickey Joseph has been, you know, part of, right? Like, you want to see sound tackling. You want to see adjustments of the defensive scheme. I mean, what we saw last Saturday in terms of defensive performance was about as bad as it gets and and about as bad as Nebraska's ever been. I mean, you think back to some of the the defenses that they had in 07 and and 2012, some of the the different struggles that they went through. And this was right up there against the Sunbelt team. So. Uh, I mean that's where it has to start. Like if you're if you're talking about Oklahoma this weekend, a top ten team, and then the Big Ten, which is going to want to run it down your throat yeah. consistently, like you, you got to shore up the run defense. And I don't know what what you can do midstream if you're Mickey Joseph. I mean you've been working with the receivers. Uh, Mark Whipple is going to continue to call plays. Eric Chenander's still your defensive coordinator. Um, you, you shuffle some duties around. You maybe look at things a little bit differently. But to me, I mean it. When I'm thinking about the impact that Mickey Joseph can have in these nine games, like on the one hand, it's a really great opportunity. On the other hand, it's a difficult way to evaluate somebody because this is all stuff that he inherited, right? right. He's been with the program less than a year. He had, you know, not a lot to do with the defensive side of the football as an assistant, you know, with the receivers. So uh, how the defense, I guess, comes around will be interesting. So I, to me, it's more the intangible stuff. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, how, how do they manage things in a close situation? What's their energy level like? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Scott Frost on the sideline often was, was pretty, you know, to himself, pretty, pretty collected, mm-hmm. right? So, like, how, how is that maybe different with Mickey Joseph and how he handles himself and how does that sort of impact the team, you know, again, in a situation when there's a lot of outside noise, when a lot of people don't believe that they can – get anything going you know how do you how do they rally around their guys right because you think about like Bo Pelini in 2003 when he was the interim coach in the Alamo Bowl you could tell I mean it was it was obvious those guys were playing for him they were you know their hair was on fire whatever uh, analogy you want to use that was it was obvious that there was an impact there and that was a big reason why you know he, he was front of mind later on for a hire and so I'll be curious to see intangibly what that looks like with this group now you, we all know that uh, Coach Shen and, and uh, Coach Frost were very close. Do do you have okay? Are you buying or selling that Coach Shen 
Shin remains for the rest of the season? Well, right now I would buy that. Um, I mean, just just in terms of, of who else who else is going to do it? Like, I suppose you could put one of your other assistants into that role and, and promote within. But, uh, you know, yeah, I, I think he'll be here. I, I think certainly, you know, Scott Frost and Eric Chenander were – we're close. Eric Chenander was in his in his wedding. I mean, they were they were good friends. They worked together for a long time. Right. Um, and there's not that connection with Mickey Joseph. But you know, yeah, I think you give him a chance to to figure things out and, and and do what you can do. Like it's it's just I don't see necessarily what the solution would be firing firing Eric Chenander and bringing in um, somebody else at this point. But you know, the defense was good last year. They have a lot of work to do uh, and, and continue to do now. Um, you know, I think in some ways Oklahoma can be a better matchup for for this defense than than a run first team because Nebraska I think would prefer uh, to try to stop a, a wide open um, passing sort of attack rather than than stop the run and and not have the ball for eight minutes when the other team drives it for fifteen plays or whatever. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it responds this week. Not to say things couldn't couldn't go poorly and and maybe you know you revisit things later on, but. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, I think you you look at what they have in the room and, and kind of the situation from a, a talent perspective, and I don't know what making a coordinator change could do necessarily for the positive. Evan Bland, Omaha World Herald, joining us. Evan, last question I have for you. Um, no matter the outcome of the game this upcoming Saturday, Oklahoma heavy favorites, I think a lot of Nebraska fans just want to see them be competitive and see this team show out for Mickey Joseph. What what are you really looking for on the field? And then maybe even specifically, we can look to the head coaching position. I mean, this is a new guy for the first time in, what, four years now? I mean, what are you looking from the players and the coaching staff this upcoming Saturday? Well, I, I think it's, it's kind of like we said. Like, I, I want to see, you know, some fire in these guys. Like, mm-hmm. some – maybe there's a, a release of pressure and, and that you right, come out and you just, right. you kind of do your own thing. And it's, it's just a unique situation because again, like Mark Whipple's still running the offense. He's going to be the guy calling plays. Eric Chenander is still coordinating the defensive side. So, you know, it'll be it's fascinating to me to see where Mickey Joseph sort of interjects himself into that process. I mean, how much is he going to be involved uh, with the offensive game plan? How much is he going to help out on the other side? Is he going to be more of a, um, you know, emotional sort of, uh, you know, not necessarily cheerleader, but somebody who's who's coming alongside the players and helping them uh, in that regard. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's been a long time. It's been you know since 2017 that that Nebraska's had a different head coach leading the pack coming out of out for the tunnel walk. So uh, it, it's it's a weird game. Like you know, you think about the first three games of this season. For Nebraska, the pressure has been on them to like not screw up, right? right. Like if, if, right. if you win, you're 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 holding serve, and if you lose, boy, well, that's 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 trouble. And so this is sort of the first time this season that that's flipped on its head, where nobody expects Nebraska to pull this thing out. And and the last couple of years, they've been pretty good at, at actually being competitive and, and hanging in those games, even though they haven't won them. So you know, part of me kind of thinks that this is still the same roster uh, that we've seen to this point in this year. Um, I don't expect them to get blown out necessarily. I think mm-hmm. the offense has shown that it can it can do some things. Casey Thompson's been reliable, and Anthony Grant I think is the real deal. Um, it's just you know some of those some of those little things, and maybe that's where Mickey Joseph story comes in is uh, on some of those smaller in-game decisions or clock management or whatever else it might be, that little extra spark that gets them over the top. So 
Uh, no onside kicks. That's what I'm interested in. Is like, <laughs> oh, is, oh, I'm if sorry. This thing's close, if this thing's close late, you know, what, is, what does that look like? And, and, and can Mickey Joseph have his stamp on that? Well, if it's close late, we might be seeing an onside kick. And I know Strick certainly doesn't want to see that. Uh, great stuff as always, Evan. If people want to get more great content from you, uh, how can they do so? Yeah, uh, Omaha.com, and, and my Twitter is at EvanBlandOWH, and man, it's uh, it's not slowing down, right? we got a coaching right. search and, and lots of games and, and all kinds of interesting stuff coming down the line. So, um, yeah, you read our stuff, and, and, and I think I hope people enjoy it. Evan, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. See ya. There he goes. Evan Bland, Omaha World Herald. Great stuff, as always. I think there's a, the one thing he said I liked a lot, too, Strick, is that there's not that added pressure. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could feel like there was. Yeah, the weight. Like, it, it's just, like you, yeah, yeah. you have to win. You could play loose now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No one expects no you one to expects win. You to, yeah. No one expects nothing for the remainder of the season. Just play. Just have fun. Yeah. Just enjoy fun. enjoy the game. Enjoy the process. Learn, grow, it get is. better. Right. Yeah. And that's and I think Nebraska is really going to benefit uh, to that as well. Go ahead and call us 402-464-5685 Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you because $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings on the line. Strick officially on fire. Someone's got to take him down. Why not you? 402-464-5685. Shoot out with Strick coming up next on The Block.